Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. While fans love to debate about which Doctor Who companion is the best of the bunch, one thing that can't be argued is that it must be a tough position to be in. Just think about it, you're an ordinary human, intelligent enough, but not a rocket scientist. Then, all of a sudden, you're thrust into a world of time travel, parallel worlds, moving statues, and space rhinos, traveling with a grumpy old time lord who can't stay still for five seconds, someone who attracts danger like it's going out of fashion. And yet, despite how difficult it must be to keep up with and impress the Doctor, the show's various companions have had plenty of shining moments over the years, and in particular, they've made lots of decisions to prove how resourceful, brave, quick-witted, and intelligent they can truly be. To quote Missy, the Doctor's friends are more than just disposable functions like exposition and comic relief, they also have their moments of genius thinking too. My name is Rich, welcome to Who Culture, and these are 10 genius decisions by Doctor Who companions. Number 10, Donna decides to snog the Doctor. I mean, look at him. Who wouldn't? While the Doctor doesn't really have to worry when he sustains a life-threatening injury, yay for regeneration, it's not like he's just gonna sit there and accept his death. Just look at what happens in 2008's The Unicorn and the Wasp, where he comes up with a bizarre plan of action to cure himself after being poisoned by some cyanide. In the end though, it's actually Donna who saves him thanks to a smart bit of thinking. This bizarre plan involves various food items, so in the kitchen the Doctor rummages around for ginger beer, a crapload of protein through the form of walnuts, and some salt in which he glugs like a jar of anchovies. Yummy. Apparently eating all this random stuff stuff will vanquish the cyanide, but the process can only be completed if he is given a massive shock. So, Donna proceeds to grab his face, pull him in, and give him a big old snog. And yes, this actually worked. While not being the smartest of companions the Doctor has had, this was an extremely quick reaction on Donna's part, and it really emphasised something that fans love about this character. She isn't shy whatsoever, and in everything she does, she isn't afraid to just get in there and go for it. Number 9. Mickey decides to stay on the parallel Earth. Mickey Smith wasn't treated so well during his time on Doctor Who. When Rose ran away with the ninth Doctor, she made Mickey wait, wondering whether she would ever return, unsure whether he could move on with another woman. And things didn't improve when the tenth Doctor entered the picture. Charming, intelligent, and oh my god, let me do you, he stole Rose's heart almost immediately, making Mickey feel like an unwelcome third wheel. With this in mind, it's really understandable why he chose to leave them both behind, remaining on a parallel version of Earth to fight off the Cybermen. For starters, he got rid of the emotional baggage relating to Rose, freeing himself from the pain of having 
having to wait for her, while also giving himself a new purpose, to destroy the remaining Cybermen factories and also to care for his grandmother who is actually still alive on this parallel world. Mickey's decision also turned him into a much stronger character. When he returned in Army of Ghosts and later in Journey's End, he was a more confident character, a better fighter, and he felt genuinely integral to the events of the episodes, rather than just feeling like the Tin Dog. It was hard for him to say goodbye to Rose and the Doctor, but Mickey went on to prove he made the right call. Number 8. Jamie decides to question the Doctor's instructions. When the late 1960s serial The Enemy of the World introduced a villainous dictator called Salamander, who looked identical to the second Doctor, it was pretty clear that at some point the two characters were going to be mistaken for each other. And surprise, that's exactly what happens. The story centers on a group of rebels who wish to use the Doctor to impersonate Salamander as a means to overthrow him, but in the final scene of the serial, Salamander turns the tables on the Doctor and does some impersonating of his own. Entering the TARDIS, Salamander silently orders Jamie to operate the controls and fly the ship away, but sensing that something isn't right, Jamie pauses, wisely questioning these instructions. The real Doctor then appears behind Salamander and a fight ensues, during which the TARDIS is activated and Salamander is thrown into the time vortex. Rather than just obeying an instruction from the Doctor, which some companions might have done, Jamie rightly pointed out that something felt off, and good job he did, because if he'd have activated the TARDIS instead, the Doctor would have been stranded and Jamie and Victoria would have been killed by Salamander shortly after liftoff. Number 7. Rory decides to protect the Pandorica. After Rory the Roman lost control of his body and fatally wounded his bride-to-be Amy Pond, she was locked inside the Pandorica in order to save her life. Amy had to stay inside the box for 2,000 years, at which point a younger version of herself would touch its exterior and open it. Rory and the Doctor, however, didn't actually have to wait those 2,000 years. They could just skip ahead by way of a vortex manipulator, jumping to the future to get the revived Amy. But Rory, presumably feeling a little guilty because he's the one who killed her and also because he's just a top bloke, decides to stay with the Pandorica, vowing to protect the box and his girlfriend from any threats it might face. Aside from the fact that this choice was about as selfless and as brave as anything gets, Rory's decision to protect the Pandorica ensured it wasn't lost to history and also allowed him to keep it safe from anyone who might have wanted to open or steal it. Plus, by not going with the Doctor, he was also able to get the drop on that Dalek that started attacking the Doctor as soon as he materialized. Gun hands for the win. Number 6. Clara decides to use the power of the boneless against them. On very rare occasions, a companion will find themselves without their doctor, forcing them to try and save the day without the backing of the rather useful Time Lord. This is the position Clara Oswald found herself in during Series 8's Flatline, with the 12th Doctor being trapped inside a teeny tiny TARDIS. Racing to try and put things right, Clara had to contend with the freaky dimension-meddling villains called the boneless. The boneless were capable of transforming two-dimensional objects into three dimensions, and so when they saw a completely flat door, they zapped it. But unfortunately, for them though, this door was a fake. Clara had got her friend Riggsy to spray paint it onto the back of a poster, and then she hung that poster in place, creating a massive piece of bait for the boneless. Instead of three-dimensioning the inverted commas door, the boneless's energy goes through the poster, through the wall, and into the TARDIS, restoring it to full size. The Doctor then springs into action and vanquishes the boneless for good, but he's only able to do so thanks to Clara's clever decision to use the monster's own powers against them. Number 5. The Brigadier decides to blow up the Silurian base. Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart remains one of the longest longest serving companions in the show's history, but he and the Doctor didn't always see eye to eye, and one of the biggest examples of this friction came at the end of the third Doctor serial, The Silurians. This story revolves around a small group of Silurians living in a cave network underneath a nuclear research facility. Believing they are entitled to the Earth, the Silurians emerge growing more and more hostile as the serial progresses, despite the Doctor's noble efforts to try and keep the peace. 
And these efforts are not helped by the Brigadier, who believes that taking a more aggressive stance against the Silurians is the best course of action. From a viewer's perspective, it's hard not to agree with him. At one point, the Silurians release a deadly virus that spreads to London and Paris, which would have wiped out humanity if the Doctor hadn't found a cure. And at the end of the serial, the Brigadier enacts an explosive plan. Before the Silurians are forced into hibernation, they make it clear that, when they reawaken, they will try and destroy humans once again. And so, once the Doctor is left, the Brigadier blows up the Silurian base, wiping the creatures out. The Doctor obviously isn't very pleased with this turn of events, but considering how dangerous the Silurians are proved to be, the Brigadier was acting out of his desire to protect his own race. From that angle, his bold decision was also a smart one. Number 4. Bill decides to sacrifice herself. Midway through series 10, the monks invaded Earth. Beaming their lies into the brains of everyone on the globe, they made people believe they had been there for years, when in fact they'd only been there for a few months. For this, only one person was to blame. Bill Potts. By asking the monks to cure the Doctor's blindness, she had given them the firepower to take over the planet, which they did. Things got pretty bad, but eventually Bill redeemed herself when she decided to give her own life to end the monks' tyranny. With the Doctor being left unconscious after a failed attempt to cancel out the monks' propaganda broadcast, Bill steps up, fully aware if she tries to stop them herself, she will die. But she goes through with it anyway. Engaging in a psychic battle with one of the monks, she manages to overthrow them by using the memory of her dead mother to wipe out their transmission. And as an added bonus, she also survives. Initially, so she believed she was sacrificing herself, a brave decision in and of itself. And as it turned out, it was also a really wise decision too, because the purity and truth of Bill's memories was exactly what was needed to erase the monks. Number 3. Amy decides to release the Star Whale In Series 5's The Beast Below, the 11th Doctor and Amy Pond visit Starship UK, an enormous spacecraft that houses the entirety of the United Kingdom. This ship was built when the Earth was threatened by solar flares, and while it seems like a nice enough place at first, the pair soon discover that a terrible secret is lurking within. Starship UK isn't powered by an engine, it's powered by an alien creature called a Star Whale. Even worse, this creature is being trapped and tortured by the humans in charge, who believe this is a necessary evil to stop the Star Whale from leaving. When the Doctor learns this, he understandably gets a bit pissed off and he angrily threatens to send Amy home. He then decides to kill the Star Whale painlessly, feeling like this is the only way he can keep the ship flying while ending the beast's suffering. But, unbeknownst to him, he is dead wrong. Just before the Doctor can put the Star Whale down, Amy decides to hit a button and set it free instead. Surprisingly, the Star Whale doesn't now fly off and leave the ship to crash. It actually stays and continues to help it fly. But why? Amy had noticed the Star Whale didn't attack any children, and so she deduced it was actually there to help. And she was right. By hitting the button, Amy proved to be an incredibly sharp and attentive companion, able to spot crucial details that even the Doctor didn't notice. No wonder he decided to keep her around for two and a half seasons. Number 2. Rose decides to rip open the TARDIS In the Series 1 finale, The Parting of the Ways, the Doctor decides to send Rose home rather than allowing her to risk her life. But from Rose's point of view, she wanted to stand with the Doctor no matter what, and this led her to do everything in her power to find a way back to him. Fortunately, the TARDIS was nearby, a clear way for her to accomplish that goal. But unfortunately, the machine wouldn't budge, and it's not like Rose would know how to fly it anyway. So did she give up? Did she heck? What she actually decided to do was rip the damn thing open in order to communicate with it telepathically. After a failed attempt at ripping open the main TARDIS console by chaining it to Mickey's Mini, Rose's plan eventually succeeds by using a big yellow truck. With the console opened up, Rose stares into the heart of the TARDIS, soaks it all up, turns into basically a superhero, and returns to the Doctor to help him vanquish the Daleks. Rose could have easily given up when the Doctor sent her back home, but the smart decision to open up the TARDIS console, something she'd seen in an earlier episode, ended up making her the saviour of this story. Number 1. Donna decides to make the Doctor stop 
we're back with Donna once again. One of the benefits of Doctor Who being a time travel show is that occasionally we get to see stories that are set in alternate timelines. Series 4's Turn Left is one of the most notable examples of this, directly addressing a really interesting question. What would happen to the Earth if the Doctor had died in the festive special The Runaway Bride? The answer? everything would have gone to hell. The space Titanic would have destroyed London. Martha Jones would have died on the moon. Millions of Americans would have perished after being turned into fatty adipose creatures, and the Torchwood team would have given their lives to stop the Sontarans gas attack. Thankfully though, this horrible stuff never happened, but that's only thanks to Donna's action in the aforementioned Runaway Bride. With the Doctor having drowned the Ragnos using water from the Thames, he stands and stares coldly, observing the death that he's just caused. In the turn left timeline, he remains at this angry trance and is eventually drowned, but in the proper timeline, Donna decides to yell at him, making him exit the scene before it can happen. Some companions would have left the Doctor unchallenged, but Donna noticed that he needed her, and she wisely chose to intervene instead. In doing so, she not only saved the Doctor's life, but she prevented the Earth from devolving into a never-ending spiral of widespread death, alien attacks, and general misery. Side note, you might be wondering why Donna's big choices in turn left, namely turning the car left and jumping in front of the truck, didn't make the list. Well, for that one, turning a car wheel hardly requires bravery or intelligence, and for the second, her death was hinted at by Rose, so you could say the truck decision was somewhat predetermined. Either way, best temp in Chiswick by a mile. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.